Welcome to the Two Catholic Guys Podcast. And now, here's your hosts, Ed Bluchar and Adam Fisher. Thank you very much, Neil Lyons, and welcome everyone to episode 13 of the Two Catholic Guys Podcast. On today's episode, we begin our series on the sacraments by talking about baptism, and then we'll give you tips on how to stay warm without alcohol. All of this and more starts right now. Good evening, everyone. I'm Adam. He's Ed, and we are the two Catholic guys. Indeed, we are. Yes. Still, after all these years, <laughs> Ed. I, I don't know what I committed to all those years ago. <laughs> well, you're stuck with me now. <laughs> I don't think our I don't think our blog is you know quite as permanent as marriage, but it's close. It has got to be close. It's getting it's, up it's, there. It's been through thick and thin, <laughs> yeah. shall we say? We've been the two Catholic guys together longer than i've been married so wow. yeah that's yeah. and that will always be true until you leave me <laughs> <laughs> so so ed uh what are we talking about tonight tonight is baptism baptism yeah, it's a series of sacraments and we're just gonna initiate the audience with a like that you like where i'm going with that it's the it's the sac it's the sacrament <laughs> puns that's what keeps people coming back they do i mean did you see all those likes i did so, so uh, Ed's mentioning the fact that we've reached over a thousand likes as of today. I mean, who knows you know, by the time this airs? So now that I have this this soundboard, I need more sound effects. <laughs> like a do 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 do. We should just create our own sound effects. Why and do we need put a them on the sound? Well, no, we can create our own and then we'll put uh, them on the soundboard. All right. all right. I mean, it works for me. I don't know why would. We'll do that during Facebook Live. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so as Ed, as you initi- as you initiated, as you started the conversation, this is the first of of our our series in sacraments. Yeah. Obviously, we talked on our last episode about setting up the entire series. This is the first sacrament we're going to talk about. You kind of made the joke about initiation, so this is obviously the first sacrament of initiation. It is. It is. And what are the others? The others are. What are they again? There's communion, and there. Can't read your lips that well. Confirmation. Confirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got this. Yeah, you, uh, Eucharistic. Uh, your first communion, the Eucharist, and confirmation are the other two. So, um, so when you when baptism comes to mind, kind of wh- what comes to mind for you? Water. Just, you know, flat out, it's it is the uh, physical symbol and reality of baptism. How about you? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, what's interesting, though, is is when you kind of look at the 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 basic meaning of baptism. What doesn't often come to mind is death. Not often, uh, but that's, a that's what we're central about. tenant of of our belief in baptism. Yeah. So, so if you go straight uh, to the Catechism, that we should thank Saint John Paul II for for promulgating back in ninety two. Uh, so, uh, you know, baptism, you know, in the word baptize, uh, the, the Greek origin, it does mean to plunge or immerse. And obviously we, you know, water is a, a big part of that. Um, but what it symbolizes is the, the catechumen's burial into Christ's death, from which he, he or she rises up by resurrection uh, with him as a new creature. Mm-hmm. So... Water and new life are obviously a very important part of that, but what must happen first is death. Yeah, and and so you must be 
buried with Christ, right? And and this is obviously very biblical, right? So we've we've been buried with Christ, we've died with Christ, and we rise with Him in new life. Mm-hmm. And so, why water? Well, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, and and so uh, actually, I was hoping you can tell us a little about oh, that. If you look at, I don't know if I've got a clean of, answer. <laughs> if, well, if you look at the uh, if you look at the history yeah, of, yeah. of baptism, so. Uh, you obviously can can help us out. Let that. me pull a few things in. I, again, I don't know if I've got a clean answer because that that is interesting, right? It's you kind of associate burial with ground earth instead mm-hmm. of water. So mm-hmm. um, you mentioned the the Greek meaning. Going even a little bit further back, the the Babylonians had ceremonies that were baptism like. Mm-hmm. Um, they believed in the purifying properties of water. The Egyptians, very apropos. Uh, they baptized their young to remove blemishes from the womb. So they they saw the child coming out and um, either projected onto them or just saw blood, I suppose, and um, cleansed them with water. They also baptized their de- their dead, um, and that was because of water's regenerative powers. So they did have that that belief in the afterlife. But it's kind of an interesting thing that you would take your dead and then <laughs> once dead, right, baptize them. Very you know, or at least. Use water to um, to bestow regenerative powers. Um, let me follow up here real quick. Um, and we, as you mentioned too, we this is the uh, the sacrament of initiation. So that that has long been the significance of baptism. It is, it is a way of introduction into something. So I suppose with respect to death and, and even the Egyptians and, and elsewhere there's that sense of you're being initiated into the next life, right? And you're kind of tying it together. It's still not too, so clean in my mind, but um, there is that very interesting, like, cyclical pattern to it. Yeah, and if you look at, you know, to, to go, if you look at salvation history then, right? So you, you look at the flood. And mm-hmm. so what's interesting in the flood narrative is obviously you think of the the eight who were saved, right? But the rest perished, right? Died, so, right. so, so there is there. Water is this this amazing symbol of 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 life, of newness of life, of abundant life, right? Mm-hmm. And that symbolism is carried out throughout all of Scripture, all of the Old Testament, all of the New Testament. But but water also does have this power of of not just bringing life, but bringing death, mm-hmm. right? And so it's fascinating when you think about kind of the two sides of this, and and we we often focus on the one side, but maybe not on the other. But again, at the end of the day, inherent and core in in baptism is this death is, uh, and and I think that sometimes as as Catholics who the vast majority of baptisms are done through infant baptism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is sometimes hard for us to to think about that the death aspect, mm-hmm. the the you know with a new life, right? right. Dying of you know <laughs> dying uh, to my to my sin in my current life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially you look at an infant, you 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 obviously see innocence, but you it's it's hard for us to sometimes imagine the fact that it is true that we all have the stain of Adam. Mm-hmm. We all have the stain. That is my band. You're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't want to confuse the two you concepts. Do, you don't. I mean, you, you owe yourself royalties. I think I do. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Screw you, Baron. Yeah, uh, so, Peter, a- <laughs> yeah. so, 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 yeah. I I'm not screw you. We love you, uh, Bishop Baron. So, uh, we. So, <laughs> I, I heard Barrett the first time. Oh no 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 no, no 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 no. That's funny. No. So, hey Barrett. Yeah. Why not? Well, you know. So, but I mean, you know, y- your children, my children, uh, were born, and we we're born with the stain of Adam. We were, we were born with the stain of original sin mm. and without baptism for, for our babies and, and all of the, the infants who have been baptized, you, we don't have that death of that, of that sinful nature, right? Of, of that, the fact that we are born that way. And so I, I do, I do think that it's something that we don't, we sometimes don't focus on enough the mm-hmm. fact that that is who we are as as a race as a people and ultimately why we need Christ and i think as we get older right as as we get older it's very easy to reflect upon our own sinfulness because we have experience with it mm-hmm. uh some more than others i would argue me more than others but mm. uh I so would too. We- <laughs> <laughs> So, but <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's easier for us to grasp Christ's atonement. It's easier to grasp the uh, what Christ has done for us because we can reflect on our sin. Mm-hmm. We can look back on penance and spoiler alert that's coming up oh no <laughs> why do you ruin it for me every time i know i'm such a jerk that way <laughs> so yeah i don't know maybe we'll just fill that episode with just some uh the new tracks from adam's stain but, but, we, <laughs> but <laughs> i can't tell where the uh metaphor ends yeah uh, it's hard to tell but it's very it's very easy for us to connect that but when you think about it when when my two sons were baptized, when your five children were baptized, they they experienced that death mm-hmm. of of their sinfulness, of their sinful nature, which is true. It is indelible. Right. It is what we are all born into, and and that happened. Yeah. To round out the the origin of baptism, of course, then it it comes up. And what's interesting is that the Greeks, at least the, the history is telling me this, the Greeks would understand what John the Baptist was saying in a at least superficial sense, but even like a um, a rudimentary spiritual sense as well, that he was saying he was baptizing people and that just made sense to them as an initiation and a purification. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, what he was there obviously to teach was something more profound, more significant, imminent in their lives. Well, and, and what I, um, you know, and, and again, you, you, you look at those origins and, and what I always love is, is looking back at how all of the sacraments have been prefigured throughout salvation history and throughout, you know, the old covenant. And so, you know, we talked about Noah, um, and then you, you think about, you know, the parting of the Red Sea, right? And Mm -hmm. so, uh, again, another event where where death is a part of of mm-hmm. this 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 mixture of water right and so you you have these israelites who have found essentially you know temporal salvation from you know the egyptians by this parting of the sea right and they're walking through this parting mm-hmm. and then the the sea crashes upon the egyptians and and essentially drowns them right mm-hmm. and and so uh, you know, obviously, 
you know, in this case, like the the antagonists, you know, the uh, they 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 perish, right? In, the chariots in this and water. chariots. Yes, they do. They are, uh, you know, uh, thrust into the sea and, mm-hmm. and crash into the sea, and so um, you you see this freedom and liberation, though, of yeah. the Egyptian. Or, I'm sorry, of the Israelites by crossing through that water, right? And so you have this beautiful prefiguring of baptism in the Old Testament, you know, and and it's it's extremely powerful. So you see baptism prefigured over and over and over again a multitude of times. What about in a person's life? Can they be baptized <laughs> over and over again? They can't. <laughs> they cannot. Well, it depends. It's- <laughs> They can. <laughs> so, so that that's very interesting, and I don't want to steal your thunder because you're going to get into this a little bit later. But uh, if you experience what Catholics would call a valid baptism, mm-hmm. right, and the the primordial uh, soup of a baptism, which you'll get into, is essentially Trinitarian and the intention to to baptize. Um. Something happens to you. Mm. You you have an indelible character imposed upon your soul. And as such, that can't be repeated. Unless... With effect. Yes. (laughs) And and it can't. Like that, you cannot get that character impressed upon you more than once. It's just, it's impossible, right? It it doesn't make sense. It doesn't doesn't work that way. Mm Mm-hmm. You can, however, though illicit, <laughs> and though you shouldn't, um, unfortunately, our brothers and sisters in other faith traditions don't necessarily believe in 90% of what we've been talking about so far. <laughs> and, and I experienced that firsthand, and, and I've yeah, touched yeah. upon this before a little bit. But, but, but Let's have it, though. Just give us the, the, yeah. the Reader's Digest. So, so I have been baptized twice, one licitly, oh. one illicitly. Okay, all right. Um, so I had a, a foray into Protestantism, as I like to call it, uh, a little flirtation. Foray, hooray. If you, is that? That's your band, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's actually <laughs> you just do children's songs in malls, <laughs> but it's entertaining, folks. It is. You it's really good stuff. Check it out. We really need to secure we're, all these domain names. We're moving quick. it onto ice soon, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's we really do. Big move. We really do. We need to get these domain names and start selling merch, but outside of our own merch, and the, the swag. And two Catholic yeah. guys shirts have to be it's coming, over. right? They have to. <laughs> they have to be. Oh, why not? There's. Uh, uh, I'm going through designs in my mind, and they're not clean. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to work on that. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, um, I essentially, for lack of a better term, renounced my Catholicism, <laughs> and 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 was a Protestant for a while. And, uh, you know, I it was a very important part of, uh, important part of my life, a very important time in my life. And and I honestly can say I don't regret it. Having said that, I would have preferred to have not done that, right? Um, 
canonically, I've I've had canon lawyers look into this for me, so I'm, I'm okay. Don't I mean, worry. You're starting to be a priest. So yeah. So they the canonists got involved and like, muster. hey, is everything? Yeah. Okay, we're fine. So <laughs> so that was helpful. Uh, it's also you know fun to have your life examined by a canonist. Dude. It is it's not you something know. that everyone gets to enjoy. Hopefully, none of us have to have very very few happen to us. Uh, having said that, yeah, so I I was uh, fully immersed in a non-denominational leaning Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Um, Appropriately, apropos for the... Yeah, yeah well, I would agree. And it was a fascinating time. It was a very important day for me at that point in my life. Uh, I renounce the fact that I've done that. I don't... I wish I wouldn't have. Which renouncement matters more? Yes, right. <laughs> Which one carries more weight? The judgment seat of Christ will tell me. So I got that going for me, which is nice. (laughs) But so, so yeah, so yeah, I have been baptized twice, uh, but not licitly, only baptized Mm. licitly once. Fair enough. And and what's fascinating about it is, and I think I've told this story on the show before, but if not, the the pastor who was in charge of the baptism that day was like, there's nothing magic in these waters. And of course, at the time, like, yeah, that's right. Take that, Catholics. Take that. Right, right. You know, and it's like, oh, there is. <laughs> and, and, well, I mean, not there isn't anything magic, but you you see what I'm getting yeah, at. Right? Yeah, hopefully, there is. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So, so it was, it was full immersion on a stage with that was about a 1,200, 1,500 people watching. Yeah. Me. Uh, well-placed microphones, which they very clearly told you not to touch while you're in <laughs> the water, which was the best advice I got throughout the whole experience. Yeah, uh, but I was encouraged by the pastor to to be baptized again. It, it was almost as if saying, "Look, that first one didn't count. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. one is where you're truly professing your belief in Christ. You're truly taking a hold of your salvation and making it public and known." known to everyone and and so it and i said oh okay sounds good let's let's do this right so to your earlier comment about nothing magic in the waters what yeah. what's what he say is the purpose of the water so uh he would say the purpose of the water is to be consistent with again the scriptures the old mm-hmm. testament scriptures be consistent with christ's baptism in the jordan right okay. and so it is a carrying on of a tradition right and mm-hmm. catholics would say yeah that's true mm-hmm. but we would also say oh by the way there's an indelible character mark on your there's soul effect, yeah. right and and they'd be like eh, not really so yeah so i was i was baptized a second time as as they say, fully immersed, uh, and it was a very meaningful day for me. It was a very important day for me. Mm-hmm. Again, as I said, looking back, wish I didn't do it, but uh, I did. And and, and I love the comments in this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, it was a it was a very interesting time in my life. It made sense for my journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my my baptism as a as a child is actually the real one. Is the so, one. <laughs> it is the real right, one. The second right. one was kind of... Um, so, yeah. So, it's, that's good How do you times. feel right now? Do you feel like... Is, was that... Well, I feel holier than you because oh. I've been baptized twice. twice. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, no. here you are making these pithy You're... jokes about me being a sinner. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, who's the guy, who's on, who's the guy on the show that's been, been the cleansed s- twice? The second one was just a bath in it, front of a lot of people. That's yeah. <laughs> what I understand. It was, it was basically like a Nickelodeon show, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Protestants. We Please we keep do. listening. 
Please don't stop. You may comprise at least half of our listeners. Possibly. So, Very possible. Uh, so Ed. Yeah. Uh, Let me uh, tell you. Yeah. So so we we talked. You know, we talked about my baptism, my two baptisms. We talked about my my valid baptism. So what comprises to a Catholic believer? What comprises a valid baptism? The essential components are the Trinitarian formula and the intention to baptize. Um, usually there's more involved. Usually the water is a necessary element. Usually uh, there's chrism to be anointed afterward and, and that sort of thing. We do the the white robe. You are mm-hmm. um, a new creation. Mm-hmm. But um, let me just read the, the formula to you here. For, for the Latin church, N, that's the place of the... So Adam, mm-hmm. I baptize you in the name... This is your third baptism. <laughs> <laughs> Again... <laughs> You got to tell me these things up front. I can cue the soundboard up for this stuff, okay? <laughs> no, more just the water splashing. Oh, there you That's go. Yeah, the, yeah. That would the be seagulls. The maybe it'll be out in the ocean. In the Jordan. This is where it should if be. If you will. We've been in the Jordan. We have you been and in I, Jordan. Together, yeah. as a matter of fact. Uh, you know, that you could know, be taken weird by some these people. These band but. names are getting out of hand. <laughs> yeah. Adam, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. And that's it. That's the Trinitarian form. A very simple. Uh, Catholics remember that from the sign of the cross. Yes. So uh, you you may you may remember such hits as the sign of the cross. But Ed, who can do that? That's the amazing thing. So the the ordinary. You know, if you're if you're going to schedule this for your child or or a newly initiated right. uh, person, would be a priest or a deacon or a bishop. Right. Um, but in an emergency. If you find yourself in that situation where, no, I mean it's actually not to be taken lightly because there are isn't. situations. It isn't, yeah, absolutely. When you know there's there's a true life and death situation and um, there's a desire to be baptized. So, mm-hmm. uh, in that scenario, you and I could, as Catholics, mm-hmm. uh, our Protestant friends listening, yeah, could do it. Atheists, yes, could do could. it. Which yeah. I mean, the Protestants and we can get together and agree they're nuts, but they could baptize <laughs> <laughs> a person. And and that because just because of the simple fact, all you need is the formula, right? And the intention. It doesn't yeah. matter what they believe. It's just that they're intending that this baptism should occur. Yeah, and it's yeah, and and that is is so fascinating to me because if you think at at what baptism can one what it confers on somebody, I'll get into that. Mm-hmm. But two, salvation, it, baptism is necessary for salvation. Like right, it. Without baptism, we cannot have the same certainty of salvation. Right. right? The, the catechism finds ways. I don't want to say around this, but but ways to say, look, like yes, there's there's intention. You know, with with children who may die, like you know, we can just entrust them to the mercy of God. But they're not definitively saying, yeah, you know, baptism's not that. It's like no. We hope to God that a child who is not baptized still can find salvation, right? And you look at the history of limbo, which which is not a, an official doctrine, mm-hmm. but there have been these thoughts over time of because of this belief in baptism being so central to your salvation, it, you, you you cannot be saved without, without baptism. Any of the ways, and again, I don't want to say the ways around it, but for lack of a better term or imprecise language, any of the ways around it still keep it as keep its centrality yeah. by saying, hey, the intention to be baptized, right? The desire for the baptism. Or in the case of somebody who has been ma- baptized but who have been martyred, the bapti- baptism of blood, right? right? right. 
So there's all of these different kind of ways for folks who may have not had received baptism yet, but who intended to, to still find salvation because of that intention of baptism. But it is so core to our salvation. Yeah. And, and again, I think sometimes the fact that we baptize infants, we don't really internalize that enough. But it's true. Without baptism, we don't, we have no hope. Well, you in, have no harrowing sense of, I'm not going through life conscious of the fact that you're not baptized and what that can mean. You know? Right. And, and you're right. I think that the way I would put it for the catechism is they're, they're trying to do two things at once. They're trying to be compassionate and, cons- you know, sometimes some people just didn't have a chance, right? right? There, there's a whole, there's millions, billions of people who just didn't have a chance to be baptized. Right. And that's, that's worth dealing with because we believe in the, the dignity of each human being. So there's something there. There's something to be said there. I think what they, you say the mercy of God, I would say it a little more bluntly, God's not an idiot. Right. You know? So right. There, there's something to say for that. If it truly was impossible for somebody to be baptized, and if it is His goodwill, that person's okay. You yeah. know, they're they're entrusted the mercy of God, and that's the best possible place to be in the universe. Right. And and going back to who can baptize, and this idea that non-believers can baptize, there's a there's a line where they talk about the the sheer gratuitousness, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> gratuitousness of the grace of salvation. And, you know, they talk about how that's particularly present in infant baptism. But to me, that's also manifest in the fact that any person can confer this sacrament. It shows how overflowing the grace of Christ is, the grace of God is, that he could honor the baptism of a Mm non-believer with the right intention and, and baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit as Christ commands that he would honor that and say, yes, salvation is bestowed upon that person. Yeah. Even in the act of somebody who isn't faithful, it shows how how abundantly present and how gratuitous, I love that word, gratuitous how awesome, gratuitous yeah. the grace of Christ is. It's almost urgent to like mm-hmm. get this grace to them yeah. in any way, any means. And I, I think that sacraments in general do that, don't they? Yeah. They, you know, he... <laughs> He humbles himself to become a piece of bread, you know, yeah. like how, for how humiliating, yeah. but just to get to you, that's what he's going to do. Just to reach out to you somehow, some way, he's willing to endure that. And I think the other thing that I love about baptism is the fact that Christ himself experienced it, mm-hmm. you know, that, that it is a tradition born in the experience of God, our savior himself. And we are baptized into his baptism. And, and so not only do we share in his death and his resurrection and, and being a new creature in Christ, we're also sharing physically in the same tradition, in the same action that he shared in. Yeah. And that's, that's really special. That's, that's really powerful. We didn't plan this, but do you mind if I read that yeah, passage? Absolutely. I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. just a fascinating. Uh, this is from Matthew chapter 3. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us to do this 
to fulfill all righteousness. What the heck does that mean? (laughs) And then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. And you and I were there. We were there. You and I were at that Not exact... Not that time. No. Well, <laughs> it's about time we have that talk with the audience about our time machine. <laughs> if you had a time machine, theoretically... Wow. wow, this is gone, yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically, right. Would you go back and meet Christ? That's heavy, man. Do you think, like, think about the burden of your sin after that. I know. <laughs> Uh, Holy cow. And would he even allow it? Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some sort of force field going on yeah, to protect that. I think so. The events of that uh, lifetime. This may have gotten off the rails <laughs> a little bit. Now, do you think John, when he was baptizing Christ, do you think he's like, now, Jesus, this isn't magic water, <laughs> but... <laughs> These you aren't going to be magic words. Do you think that was his preface? And then there was, and then before Jesus was baptized, there was the warning of the microphone and the electrocution <laughs> hazard. Do you think that happened? I don't. I'm not sure. Do I wasn't th- there. Do you think John said that and Jesus backhanded him? Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Batman meme. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Probably not. Probably, <laughs> Probably not. They had their stuff um, together. But but that's the thing. Like John, you know, I'm not not even worthy to to untie his sandal. Yeah. Right. Yet I can baptize this man. Uh, and so aware of it, like what you come to me, right? I, what are you thinking? This is completely like, this, reversed. This does not work. This is not the way this should be. And yeah. and it shows. It's another powerful example of the humility of Christ mm-hmm. that He would let His creation baptize Him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> this guy, you know, right. this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, but here is, and, and I think this is a good way to wrap up. So, so for those of you who are in the audience who have been baptized, this is what happened to you when you were baptized. <laughs> for those of you who don't want to be baptized, seriously, write on our board, find us on Facebook. We mm-hmm. will tell you how you can get into our CIA program. Yeah. Um, how you can get on the path of this because this is what you get, people. Right yeah. here, this is the list, right? This is a good list. Check them off. And, and, and you want this, all right? <laughs> I don't, believe I like, you me. I like it. I like it. Believe yeah, you yeah. me. You want, you want what I got here. And it's not me. Let's be honest. No, no, no. It's God. We're delivering the message. This is my humility this. here. <laughs> Come on. This is, this is not me. This is God. All right? Don't worry, guys. So humble. So, what can I say? This guy. The humble so, bag. <laughs> so, so at the end of the day, there are two principal effects of baptism. Uh, baptism. It's purification from sins and new birth in the Holy Spirit. Mm. But the whole, what that means practically, the, the practical effects of that is that you do become a new creature in Christ. Mm. Uh, you receive the grace of justification, which, which allows you to believe in God to have the power to live under the Holy Spirit and to receive and use its gifts, to grow in goodness through moral virtues. This, this you get this. I, we need a sound effect here. To and f- and there's more. <laughs> you stole my line. <laughs> you become members of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You become a living stone of the church of Christ. 
You become a chosen race and a royal priesthood. You no longer belong to yourself, but to Christ. Think about it. And now you're subject to others. So you might not be interested in that one. Well, I, I'm not going to lie. I get it. It's not I, attractive from that side. I get, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But it's really good. It's good. Trust me. It's, it's good. really, really good. Um, you have an indelible spiritual mark on your soul that mm-hmm. you will live with for the rest of eternity. Yeah. No matter what. And doesn't you want matter. that one. That's a good that's one. That's your pass. That's a good that's that's a good tick mark that that I highly recommend. Okay. And you are in, imbued with a sacramental character that consecrates you for the worship and for the liturgy. Mm. For the worship of God and for the liturgy. That's you get all that. That's a lot. And it's that's free. <laughs> It's free. Free 99. And an atheist can give it to you. That's amazing. An atheist can confer the sacrament that gives all this to you. Obviously, That's God gratuitous. gives it to you. It is. Good <laughs> use of the word. But truly, it's free. Unless you go to the church I went to and they <laughs> called it a baptismal fee. This was actually a Catholic church when I had my one of our first son baptized. I remember this. They're like, hey, uh, now you have to give us the baptismal fee. I refuse to pay. Sorry. I refuse to pay it on principle. <laughs> Did John the Baptist get paid? <laughs> yeah. It was like you could say, "Hey guys, you know all this stuff you get it costs us 50 mm-hmm. bucks. Can you reimburse us?" Like, right. or could you help out? Goodwill you know, offering, a little something, sort of a, something. Yeah. Sure, I would actually double it, right? Yeah. yeah. Look at me, humble again. See, uh, but you, you could just throw it down like that. I, I know, I've seen you do it <laughs> in church settings <laughs> while baptizing a child. In the middle of a homily, sometimes <laughs> yeah. like, my wallet and it thunders through that cavernous sanctuary. <laughs> Listen, this podcast studio didn't build itself. Okay. <laughs> It just didn't. <laughs> but you get all of this for free. It just happens. You get it. Unless, again, the deacon asks you for the $50 <laughs> baptism fee. And when he does that... And you have our blessing to you reject have, it. <laughs> to, to reject, there could be middle fingers involved, <laughs> perhaps shots to the genitals. All of this is okay. <laughs> we will bail you out. We will bail you out. <laughs> Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> <laughs> out of the canon prison. <laughs> and I will talk to a canonist on your behalf. Don't worry. You can join me in having your life examined by a canonist. It's all good. Don't worry about it. We'll be in good shape. So, so but don't give him a dime. Yeah, but, but really, close your freaking checkbook, all right? So, so, so yeah, b- baptism, obviously, it, it is the first sacrament of initiation. It is the core of, of our ability to be saved through the sacrifice of Christ. And it literally changes us mm-hmm. for all of eternity. Not a bad deal. Not a bad start. And and what did we do to deserve it? Nothing. Not a, <laughs> <laughs> we <Absolutely>. screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> our happy fault gives us this, gives this to us. And, and it is all because of Christ. It's all because God's love for us. It is an everlasting love. And it is for us, for all of eternity. Not a bad deal. Not bad. I'll take it. I already did. You did. Twice. So <laughs> what are we going to talk about <laughs> next week, Ed? Next week, we are talking about the uh, Eucharist. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I got it. I'm really... I'm so on the ball with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really happy that, that you got that right. That's not the soundboard, folks. That's Ed with his own 
sound effects. Well, that will about do it for us. Before we go, we'd just like to remind you, you can hear new episodes every Sunday night. Talk wow. about gratuitousness. It is. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundClouds, and SoundClouds. I How feel, many are I sound like I'm a It's 60. like baptisms. Are you on the SoundClouds? <laughs> Can you get SoundClouded twice? <laughs> I'll have to check. There's no magic, there's no magic digits here. Bites here, yeah. Yeah. And check out our website at twocatholicguys.com. So, for our announcer, Neil Lyons, our music director, I promoted him. Wow. Brian Thomas and my other Catholic guy at Pluchar, I'm Adam Fisher. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you again next time. Next week, I should say. I can start saying that. We'll see you next week. On the Two Catholic Guys podcast. Good night, everybody. Mm -hmm.